If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Justin, that Maps Anywhere shirt looks good on you. Thanks, man. It does. We you, should, you know what? I, I think, though, we should give Justin some lotion. What? Why? I got alligator dick? <laughs> no. Oh. No. Whoa. <laughs> Let me moisturize it. <laughs> Have yeah. you still not? Are you still not using I'll lotion? Give you a job. Are you still not using moisturization? No. What is that? <laughs> that's for salt. No, that's stuff. for that's for wimps. Yeah. Creams. Do really? You, do you not? You don't use lotion at all? No, he's told us this no, before. man. Once you do, you're fucked though. Yeah, forever. That's what I mean. I'm, it's one of those, I'm holding you, out. Yeah, once you commit, you're full. You're so, like, now so I have just to just hydrate more. I have to carry lotion. So you just you just take a shower, get out, dry yourself. That's it. Done. Yeah. I'm, I'm a wow. done, done deal. Wow. Sometimes you know what? I shave my pubes. With a razor? That's about it. Yeah. You you, you bick them? <laughs> yeah. Do you really? Sometimes. God. <laughs> I'll go bald. That's close. Yeah. That's close, man. I, I just I'm afraid I might nick something and then you know. I feel faster that way. You need to manscape. It's for performance, a bit. You're, dude. You're a hairy ass Italian. You need to manscape a little bit. See, this is the thing that you, you keep <laughs> saying that, but the reality is I'm not that hairy. Mm. I'm not that hairy. I'm not that hairy. Look, I'm glad we posted the commercial. You could braid your leg hair. <laughs> my leg hair? Yeah. Braid it. Especially if you if can you, braid my mm, leg hair, I'll give you 10 bucks. If you get higher, I've I seen the way the thighs look. Huh? The thigh. Oh, you want me to pull my pants up even more? He <laughs> <laughs> saw those purple underwear. I, mean, I wish ba- I hadn't. Based off the trend from your ankle working up your way to thigh, I think it just gets worse as you get higher there. So no, I'm, I'm afraid, not. I'm afraid what's going Listen, on underneath there. Especially underneath those uh, banana banana underwears. <laughs> did I, did I traumatize you? Did I traumatize you guys this weekend? When you got it. Yes, dude. Yeah, we man, get it burned in my head. We get to get in the jacuzzi and Justin and I strip down into shorts. Right, <laughs> and then this guy drops his drawers and he's in fucking b- purple bikini underwear. And I'm like, are we really gonna do this right <laughs> he's now? Like, hey guys, where do I fit? Yeah, uh, on Adam. Not yeah, me. Like, no, Justin, he's on your side. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, it's comfortable. Hold him. What's wrong with the color? No, I, nothing's wrong with the color. Wrong with the that's color. your thing. That you like? That. They weren't purple. They I, were, just, I think they were red. No, no, they were they purple. Were purple. Oh, they were. You yeah. guys remember? Yeah, it's, <laughs> bur- it's burned into yeah. my brain, bro. It's very, it's very memorable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not in a good way. <laughs> oh. it was a little it was a that little was fun though come on guys yeah, no, what, the jacuzzi? when yeah. was the last time you've been in a bathtub with three men right huh when was the last yeah. time you've been in a bathtub count them uh on your fingers and toes last tuesday okay <laughs> besides that <laughs> tuesday. besides that time <laughs> yeah. no this that was because we were shooting that commercial for maps uh anywhere right. yeah i, I want to say that because people listening right now are thinking to themselves what the fuck just happened yeah they took the joking to the serious level it's true and I want you guys to know right now. We're, I mean, we're committed that we did yeah, take it to the We're committed level. to this thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that uh, you, the people that enjoy and it seemed like a good idea to do that commercial. That it way. was a good idea. You know why it was a good idea? Because here's here's what's tough about I think Adam just tries to get us to go on the fucking. I think he was just get us on his his side. Maybe. I think Secret, so. Uh, agenda. Maybe. He's like, hey guys, you know what would be cool? <laughs> what if we were all? I got a great idea for. Commercial. He's like, it'll be so funny. Yeah. What if we're like wrestling but we're naked yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Doug and then catches Doug, us like, just squirts oil all yeah. in the mix like ha 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 he's like, like and I'm like what is funny. this and I'm like what does this have to do with maps yeah. anywhere it's an at home workout like, program yeah. what does it have to do with us going in a jacuzzi like all hanging out to, and it's not a jacuzzi like, my kids could probably a, google this it's yeah. a bathtub yeah we're fucked it's on the <laughs> this internet this is not good I, I'm actually yeah. I actually regret posting that yeah we're in the bathtub <laughs> And, and Adam's like closing us like hard. He's like, no, no, it's gonna be great. <laughs> no, it's gonna go viral. And I'm like, but what does it have to do with exercise? I don't mm. understand. He's like, trust me. 
So I'm like, okay. No, I, I, I see his vision though, so I, I'm confident. In Is it. there a three day money back? I want to have my. I want to. <laughs> I feel like you closed me. Well, yeah. you know what? You know, I find uh, marketing our programs is 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 a little bit challenging for what we're trying to do, right? Because we go against the norm, right? And there's we talk so much shit about the fitness industry, and and really where where it's it's the most obvious is in commercials and stuff, right? Or mm, your your yeah. little. So, so you what know, about well, to... what's funny is we never really or thought the about that this. represent you. We, yeah. Yeah, we, we spent the first like year of mind pump. Um, we didn't sell anything. We didn't even have our programs. We didn't have anything at all. And we basically spent, we just uh, talked shit. We did. We, <laughs> we, we gave out inform- for a year. We, we just had, sold our bodies. Right? We gave out information. <laughs> we talked Justin? shit. Yeah, <laughs> I do. We did all that for a year. Those were the days. And then when, when the program, so we start writing all these books and programs and then it's like, you know, Doug looks at us like, okay, that's great. We have all this stuff. Well, now we have to sell it, you guys. And we're like, okay, well, let's do a commercial. And then we thought, oh, <laughs> how do we do a commercial for a fitness program that isn't like every other fitness program? I'm like, I can't, right. I can't figure this out. I can't because it's no one's done it before. Nobody does. Plus, you don't want to make a boring. You know, you don't want to make a boring no, video. That's the other funny. thing too, right? And then how do you make it so? How do you? So I think what we realized was just making fun of ourselves and and really humanizing, which we do a good job of. Yeah, you know what was really <laughs> it funny? Comes natural. Yeah, you know what I'm cracking does. up at? So yeah. we were we were meeting and we were talking about like how we're going to potentially like how can we you know turn this into our our, our jobs? Like this is what we do, you know, because we love doing it. But you also, I mean, the reality is you have to you know make a living doing it, right? And uh, we were all having conversations and. You know, we all started getting goofy because that's what happens when we all get together. And Adam's like, guys, he's like, trust me. He's like, listen, it's not a problem. He's like, we could totally get on webcams and fucking you can show people. <laughs> oh you, my God. Like, people will pay. Yeah. And Justin's joking. We're all cracking up. And then out of nowhere, Justin's like, God, what did you say? He's like, guys, we're fine. We can always just suck dick. <laughs> we're fine, man. Our fallback is we can suck dick. Yeah, we'll be like, fine. What the hell? <laughs> this was the worst idea this weekend. I'm like, oh. I'm like please, like, if you're listening, please buy our like program. Any situation. I don't want to you know suck I mean? dick. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't want to do that. I really don't. Think about the heat of that, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That's going to motivate you to make money any other way. Yeah. Like that's. The- Why is that an option? <laughs> I don't know. Can I just work at McDonald's? Because you could literally make money. Don't deny you could make money with that. You could. Come on. You could. Yeah, look at those lips. Well, that's what... (laughs) (laughs) So many other things that I would rather do. I know. What is is the bottom for you when you know... What is the bottom? Yeah, what is the bottom? bottom. No, before that. I feel like there's a bottom even before that. That's like... Wait a minute. What's worse than... I just went straight to the bottom. I feel like there's a bottom before that. That's like below the bottom. Oh, I see. I'm on the street. If I'm sucking dick, I'm on the street. <laughs> I have sold off everything I have. I've lost all friendships and relationships. Yeah. I have nowhere to yeah. turn. I'm on the street. I'm freezing. You've I'm gotta cold. Be high on like I, ten different drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is that. So to me, that's <laughs> there's a bottom before that. Yeah. That's and, like and Adam is such a he's such a hard worker. Like he would he would actually be good at it, even though he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, he'd be like the best at it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna work my way back. Like, to, fuck, I'm gonna make know, myself. Yeah, at least you know. I'm gonna, <laughs> maybe we gotta make out or something. I work my way up the body. He's like, I'm gonna get yeah. myself. Out of the streets <laughs> by sucking the best chick ever. He's like, I'm back, to, I'm back to webcams. I don't, yes. I don't lose anything. Uh, I don't know what would be worse than that. Uh, no, no, there's nothing worse than that. What no, would, no. What, what would be before that? Yeah. What would be before that? What? If Here's you, the thing. I know. If you I lost could, your house. You lost everything you own. You lost everything. Every, and you had no family to turn to. Wow. Where, 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 where would you go? Where would you go work? Where would you start? Hmm. A drug dealer. 
Oh, really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't feel like you could do that. Yeah, no, you, I'm not going to do gotta that. you got to get connections. You gotta, yeah, really. Exactly. That's a hit terrible example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think... Can you, can you, can you, I, I would, you can't I, shoot a gun. You don't know... You bro, don't have I'll enough, go you right back to manual labor all day. Manual oh, okay. labor? Yeah. Hell no. I hate it. Fuck that. Like no, no, of course. But like you're, you're, you're talking about desperate that's situations. Not, I don't think that's specific enough for me. Construction? I could... Yeah. Yeah, probably. What kind of construction? Framing. Framing? Yeah. I know, I know. I could sell, so I would go sell something. I'd go sell cars, or I'd go sell a house. I'd sell something. First, yeah. that's easy. I could do that all day long. Oh yeah, it would suck because I'd sell some shit I don't want to sell. Like I don't care about. Yeah, it's a bad answer. I've I've worked my way out of uh, manual labor. Yeah. No way I would go back to that. Manual labor is awesome if you like it. Just it's just hard. There's yeah. there, there is something about <laughs> it hurts my hands. Some people enjoy it. <laughs> it hurts my hands. I don't like it. These <laughs> calluses <laughs> on my hands. Ouch! I need more lotion. There, I, I have to. I, I, <laughs> When when I when I was working the dairy and stuff, I remember coming home. There there's there's this sense of pride that you get with a manual labor job, though, right? Like if yeah. you're a man, it's very simple and straightforward. And you come home, and, and then you're done. When you come home, you're done. That's, yeah. That's the best and part. And your jeans are like just tore up and dirty, and your shoes, your boots are all fucking clawed with dirt, clods, and mud, rocks. Oh, 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 yeah, right. Oh. And you, your shirt's all like yellowish brown yeah. from the sweat and mm, the dirt that, you've had on that your makes face. Me moist, right? And you. <laughs> And you and you come back and it's a, been a long, yeah. long, long day. And you go take that. There's something like re- refreshing and rewarding about that afterwards. But yeah, I, by no means do I have anything. I my my dad, my that. dad, he's manual labor his entire life. And when I was as I was growing up, every summer I would go and help him. Yeah. And it didn't take me long to realize that I would never yeah. want to do that. You hated it. And but I appreciate. It. I appreciate. It. My yeah. dad is a craftsman. I mean, my father. He learned how to. He's a, he's a stone worker, so he does tile, marble, granite. Um, he's retired now, but he did that for most of his life. And he he learned as a child, nine years old. That's what he started doing at nine years old. He was working, you know, uh, you know, with these men and learning this stuff. And he learned it from the old world. So he's just an absolute craftsman. I've seen him do some ridiculous, amazing work that requires incredible math and engineering to put together. And this is the man that you know didn't even go to school because he was so poor, and he does all this stuff. Incredibly impressive. But it's just. I couldn't. I couldn't. I was I, when I was there. I wasn't there, so I don't know any of it. Even though yeah. I did it for years with him. Yeah. You ask me to do anything with my hands, uh, it, that has to do with you know manual labor, and I'm just I'm lost because I just hated it so bad that I would daydream and I'd go mix cement and do the hardship for him. Now, how do you how, how do you guys react? And I know this is probably directed towards Sal because Justin, I think, is probably the most handy out of all of us for sure. I get like handsy. <laughs> I get yeah. a lot of shit. Like really, I get a lot of shit. For, especially so, like so. Katrina's uh, Katrina's brothers. It's a good thing we're handsome. Fuck. <laughs> it is. Her her fa- her brothers are all very like hands on, and and then they can fix shit. And then they have their there's their baby sister right is dating me, and I'm the guy who won't doesn't change his light bulb in his fucking house. <laughs> like, you don't see me doing any labor. I'm so this happy you're like embarrassed. that. And and it, yeah, and they everyone gives me a lot of shit and. Uh, I get into these like debates with people all the time. This is the way I look at it, and, and all the respect in the world for somebody. I wish I had that, right? I wish I loved to do that. Now I didn't have it. Remember, I, my dad died when I was seven, so I didn't have. Oh, not everybody feels bad. No, no, no. no. Yeah. I, then I had a stepfather. My stepfather was in construction, and I worked with my stepfather. You know, and I did all that stuff with him. But like you, early on, I found out like I didn't like it. There was not. I was. I was fascinated to watch him because, like you talk about your father, my stepdad, like. 
literally was so talented. It was so fun to watch him build something. But that also made me not like it. Like I would do it and be like, I couldn't do that. And I would, it was, I would spend 15 minutes hammering a nail into a board that took him three seconds to do. Like this was just, it, it was oh, yeah. irritating, right? So it's a skill, man. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like, unless you're constantly doing it, like all these little nuanced things, like, that's why the, I think it's worse because I do know how to do it, but now I do it like like really shitty. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it, like it takes me forever to do it, and it's expected of me to do it, but I but I hate it, and I don't have the skill set anymore to do it. So it's like pulling teeth for me to get like a project done. The thing is, I it wish done. I wish I did do it because because uh, then I, it would make things so easy for me. I hate calling my dad to help me. That's embarrassing. I was you know I'm a grown man. I'm like, hey dad. Uh, the towel bar fell off in the bathroom. I don't know how to fix it. You know, my dad would be like, just screw it in the fucking thing with your, I don't have a screwdriver. I don't have a single tool because I don't do anything. It's pretty fucking embarrassing. And that. it makes me, and I'm I going to hold the workshop. And I realize, okay. I realize how much less sexy it makes me, which uh, makes me a little angry, you know, because I know how much sexier a man is. Oh, no. A man fixing stuff is like, right. that's just, women love that, right? This kind of goes back to, kind of you kind of got to earn your beard. You know what I'm saying? The one that I have on? Yeah. Fuck. I yeah, see. Yeah, I, and this is, bit. I can do, I can do most all of that. <laughs> That's the thing. There's a difference between the, the ability to do it because it just, I'm, it's, it is a skill. And I love that you said that because this is what happens to me. We just happened to have uh, a leak going on, right? In our upstairs bathroom. And it was causing this leak to downstairs. And what that would require doing is cutting up into the sheetrock, finding where the leak is. Find, and it's normally, it's, and I've been around with my dad enough to do things like this. God. It's normally this piece. Dude, you that, laid all the tile in your old house. Yes. Well, I mean, so I got you're it. not useless, bro. Yeah, no, I'm not. But yeah. he, this is why I did He this. hates it. That's the yeah, same thing. I know. But like, I'm trying to, you're, you're, you're pretending like you're, you know, incapable. No, I mean, you guys are both capable. No, I can do it too. I just fucking hate it so Dude, if I buy something from IKEA to put together, yeah. I cut us the entire oh, yeah. time. It's, it's, I want to. I just. Horrible. I hate it. Yeah, I, I have I'm a different. I also have a different look at this. This is how I, I enter, look at me. Okay, I. Uh, this is my way of contributing to a field that I have a lot of respect for. That I have no desire to do. This I. He's I would. He's about to close. Everybody. I would much yeah. rather. Okay, the the time <laughs> it would support the worker, the guy who doesn't have the skill mm-hmm. set. I oh. could cut up on my sheetrock. I, I like could figure this all out. This is going to take me. I don't know. It took him. It took him about three hours to do this. It would take me probably six to eight minimum because I would have to read up a little bit. I would have to check. I'd probably make more mistakes. I would probably pick the wrong size. I'm not. You know, I wouldn't be able just to look at the bolt and say, "Oh, that's one and three quarters." I would have to do a lot of extra work just to do that 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 job. So it would take me six to eight hours. I have a waiting list of people that want to get coached and trained by me, where I make hundred and fifty dollars an hour. And I have to turn them away because I'm already too busy doing what I'm doing. Now, I could take up a couple of these clients and make four times the amount of money that I'm going to pay the gentleman to come fix that who could do twice as good of a job in half the amount of time. So that, to me... That's the way I look at these things, I, and I, and it's not a it's, it's not tr- a, it's true. I'm not yeah. lazy. I'm not somebody who uh, is retarded and can't figure out how to do that. <laughs> I can. It's just my time. I felt it's it, it, my time. I feel it's better spent doing my craft, doing right. what I am very good at, and making that money. And then I could pay a gentleman who that's his craft, and no, I feel no, like no. everybody everybody wins there. That's I 100 percent agree with you on that, it, but. The, it's. I think it's from the generation previous to us and Do like our parents. Yeah, okay. because they prided themselves on that aspect. Like I get shit from my dad all the time because like. You know, I hired a guy to to do all the trim, you know, after, you know, we, we put all the windows in and everything. I was like, I, just, I, I don't have time, dude. I don't want to do it. I'm I know exactly it. what I want to do. It. Yeah. And he's like, 
I bought you, you know, all this stuff to, to, to accomplish this project. And, you know, you, you hired that out you know, and he's like getting all mad at me. It, my father too, same thing. He's a craftsman. He's a wood craftsman. You know, like he, that's like what he prides himself in. He, a lot of that growing up was like, you know, cause I was the one, my brother didn't want anything to do with it. You know, he was like, I'm going to go, you know, I don't know. Yeah. read uh but yeah so i was like putting stuff together and everything and so he thought for sure like i was gonna be like that's that's my thing you know but uh yeah you would have never guessed you'd end up on a radio show yeah like being an idiot yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. so so adam's so, working though so shit hits the fan you're not going into manual labor yeah where are you going first well, i would i would probably agree with you i think i would i think i would probably do some something in sales um yeah, and unfortunately, I if it was like the worst, right? Like, and even like that, you know, you could go walk and get a job now because like even sales, like there's some not everybody's hiring for sales, but I think everywhere is hiring for car salesmen. I think you could walk into a car dealership anywhere, and they would take it. That's got to be a hard gig nowadays. It is because people go in like and they know everything. Yeah, I imagine it would be very. But I also know us, and I know that we would figure that out. You know, I think we would realize okay well this is the new approach or new angle that you would have to sell actually you know what the first thing i would do is i just go work in a gym i would just go sell i would go sell memberships in a gym that's the first thing i would do that would be easy yeah that'd be cake right So isn't that yeah, yeah, I we'd would, be selling membership. Justin be giving blowjobs, obviously. <laughs> Justin, that was his bottom. Re- I got to revert <laughs> <laughs> to my skill. I didn't get here, you know, easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I always wonder when I like the other day. It's a stepping I, stone. I drive by and I see this guy, um, and you you don't know, right? So I, I know we we never know what why somebody is on a corner begging for for money or not, whether they're how they got into that situation. But when I see like the, a young able man like standing there with a sign, like you know he's yeah, you can always pick some shit up, yeah. right? He's twenty eight to thirty five years old. Yeah, you know the, the way he just the way he's standing, I can tell by his posture. He does no serious injuries to them. Now, mind you, there could be something going on that I don't know internally. But I I look at someone like that and I think, God, there has to be. There's so many places I go by yeah. that are looking for someone to work. And now maybe the job may be really shitty. You might have to work really hard, or it may take a long time to make decent money. But at what point do you you mentally break and find yourself to where you're, you're well, sucking you, dick you would or be, you're begging for money? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you would be, which is basically the same thing, in my opinion. Some people like it. In my honest, opinion, yeah. they're about the same. Yeah, you would you would be surprised uh, at the percentage of people who beg on the streets that have serious mental illness. Oh, yeah. It's it's the vast majority of them, and that's yeah. why that's that's when you see someone on the street. Because when I was when I was younger, you know, I was raised in this very hard work you know atmosphere, and my my family was was you know they came from poor and humble beginnings and so i would hear my dad tell me stories about how he grew up and then i'd see a homeless person here in 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 the bay area california and i was a kid and i'd be like what the fuck why doesn't he go get a job like i heard the stories my dad would tell about how he grew up and then i read some you know information and, and realized that it's mental illness a large percentage like a huge percentage of them have horrible mental illness uh, are addicted to drugs and the reason why they are on the on the street is because that's the best thing for them. I mean, that's what they want. That's that that's that's their only option. They're, they're, we've closed down all the public, you know, mental health hospitals. So a lot of them are just on the street because yeah. they couldn't hold a job. They're just they've got issues. They've got those issues, you know. So um, I know it makes you feel bad for. 
It does a little bit because I, <laughs> I'm sure you're right. But then there's, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard. To, it's hard to debate this. Yeah. Because some of these, there will always be a percentage that you know are out there to sort of take mani- advantage, manipulate the system. Well, yeah. And- it's funny. I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and we were having this conversation because we draw. We were driving, and then there was a homeless person, and she opens the window and hands him some cash. And we had this conversation. I said, "Well, you know, so I've seen." I said, "I've seen you know news stories where some of these guys get into their car and drive away after they're done, yeah. you know, collecting money." And she's like, "So what?" Yeah, she said, so "That's." Uh, she's like, "That's the way he makes money, and he wants to make money." And she's like, "I don't mind giving you giving him a little bit of money if that's how he really supports himself." And really, I, and I thought to myself, and I thought, well, I guess that's okay. I mean, if you're okay with it, and the other guy's okay with it, like. That's kind of a different attitude, but I can understand where you can come up. You know, where you can come up with that. She's like, you know, because she told me she's like, she's that's coming the way. from a non-judgmental. Yeah, she's like, maybe yeah. that's just the way he, he he makes a living, and he doesn't. That's the way he chooses to do so, and well, he needs I, to feed himself. So I think that's the best way to give in general. Just from my perspective, is like, you know, if if you just committed in your mind that you're giving this, like I. I like to take myself out of it as far as like what they do with it. Like, cause if I really vest myself into that, um, you know, if, if it's, if it's something like that where I'm just giving somebody money, yeah. you know, if I decided that I already decided that, like, if you're going to take advantage of me, that's your, that's your, that's what you have to live with. You yeah. Know? I see your point. And then, uh, but as far as me getting involved in charities and stuff, I'm going to vet, you know, where they're going with the yeah. money. Yeah. If this is an organizational thing, you know, please, I'm not giving you any money until I know exactly where that's going. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I just, I like to, I like to help somebody who I, I see already trying to help themselves. Of course. Yeah. You know, of where, course. Uh, you know, that's especially per- if you yourself came from humble beginnings, you know, and you know what it took. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, you, I, you say all the time how you grew up and, you had a little bit of a tough time, but you were always working your working your ass off. And, and I think may, maybe that's what it is too. I feel like we we naturally gravitate to those people, right? So mm-hmm. I I feel like I can see I I notice people like that. Like I'll see someone who's got the right attitude, who's got the right work ethic, and just hasn't happened for them yet. Which that's a lot of people, right? There's mm-hmm. we know and we talk about it all the time that you know success is not this you know overnight thing. It's not like you decide like, hey, I'm going to do this or I'm going to be this and. It just all happens and unfolds, and it's easy. It's normally a, a long, grueling road, and finding somebody along that road that's 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 pushing through. I, you know, I like to do that. I like to do things for those people and, and give, to help keep them motivated well, to keep them going. I'll never forget, man. When I used to own my gym, there was this dude that would sit at the corner, and he would had a sign, you know, money for food or whatever. I don't remember what the sign said, and people would give him money. And I'd, I, you know, I'd sometimes I'd be outside and I'd see people consistently. I'd see people drive by and hand him money. So I walked over to him and I offered him a job cleaning the windows. And I said, hey, if you clean my windows, I'll pay you. If you wash my windows right now, and it was a small studio, so it would have taken him a grand total of five minutes. So if you wash my windows, I'll give you 20 bucks. And he said, no. He's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And I, at first I got irritated, like, fuck you, man. You're asking for money over here. I'm here giving you a job. You don't want it? Mm-hmm. And then I thought to myself, like, he makes more money st- sitting over there. He's actually being a smart businessman. Like, he probably makes more money sitting there. Than you would coming over, spending thirty minutes mm-hmm. or whatever, washing my windows, and so I. It's so at that moment I was like, oh, how do I? I can't judge him for making the choice to make more money to sit on the corner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's 
if from a business perspective, he literally made a smart business decision. Well, don't you? That's what I feel. That's wrong with it too. Is that yeah, that's the what majority we, we, would get irritated? We feed it, we feed into that, yeah. you know, by giving that money, right? Yeah. We feed it. We now create, which is kind of, of course like, on the flip side. This is kind of like our welfare system. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Well, you're trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, why not? We're, up, Doug, we're yeah. going. We're going in that direction right now. Why don't we talk about our our welfare state well, where I, we're at and what I, that does to the the, the the majority of people? I tell you what. When we look at if we look at uh, government spending as a whole. I think the last place we should look to fix is there. I think when people start there, they're not looking at the big picture. Um, honestly, if from a, you know, and I know I'm going to piss off a lot of people, but if you want to, from a purely what's efficient and effective standpoint, I don't think people realize just how much money is lost in the bureaucracy of welfare. So what I mean by that is there's a department that that works with, you know, food stamps. There's a department that works with, you know, supplemental childcare and all these different services that uh, that tax money goes into has to get filtered through and paid to people to organize and work through and then given to. Finally, it gets to the the bottom person who needs it. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bureaucracy that's wasted money. People, I mean, it would be shocking if we were to actually calculate Who's how much all getting paid through this. Process. How much money is wasted in government before mm-hmm. it actually gets to the people who need it? How many people need to manage oh, yeah. money that's giving given away? Think about it. Think about <laughs> yeah, all the most inefficient way to yeah distribute that money. Right. Think about it. And and here's the thing: is when we give people money, we want to manage it. We want to say to them, "We're going to give you money, but only for food, or we're going to give you money, but only for housing." Yeah. And so that creates all this bureaucracy. I'm under the camp that, I, first of all, I think we should have a, a, a minimum safety net. I do think that should exist, but it should also motivate people to pull themselves up mm-hmm. uh, out of there and, and, and do well for themselves. And that has more to do with you know making it easy for people to get into business, eliminating things like minimum wage, which tends to be a... Uh, which, uh, by uh, the way, we're going up to fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's just stupid. It, it, that happens to be a it's, a it's a bar, right? We just set the bar at a certain level, and so if you have low skills, no one's going to hire you because you're not worth that much. Well, how do you get to that point then? You know that, yeah. that that type of thing. But I think with welfare, if we just eliminated the bureaucracy and literally just said everybody gets a thousand dollars a month, like instead of taking all that bureaucracy and money, which probably costs twice or three times as much through all the programs that we try to create. And all we did was gave people a check, which I know a lot of people would be pissed, right? Because they'd be like, why are we giving them money? You already given them more than that. We're already spent more, more money than that. Just give them $1,000. And I guarantee you that people, for the most part, there's going to be idiots no matter what. There's going to be people making bad decisions no matter what. But for the most part, you'll see more people decide where that put, put that money in smarter places than we can decide through our bureaucracy. Because yeah. I bet you... If we give, and I don't know what the number is, but let's just say it's a thousand dollars. And here's your thousand dollars. You're on welfare. You make no money. You know you need you need help. Here's a thousand dollars. Do what you want with it. I guarantee fucking to you, there's people, single mom, single dad, someone who's on here, who's gonna say, I'm gonna take some of this and invest it in education, or I'm gonna take this and start a business with it because I want to pick myself up. They can't mm. do that now because it's all tied up into bureaucracy. I mean, you get your you get your your EBT card or whatever. And it's X amount of dollars. That's all you can use it for is food. What if somebody says, I, I, I only need half of this for food, but what can I do with the other half? I can maybe build a business or whatever. Of course, people are going to take advantage, but that happens anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it would just save us money. So that's my view on welfare. I think it would save a lot of money on welfare, and I think it would uh, allow people more opportunity mm. to pull themselves up. But if you want to try and talk about saving money, well, what you know, corporate welfare 
is way more than that. I well, mean, I, the subsidies I, we pay to you know corn I, and wheat. And I see it stuff. as even though it's supposed to be this leg up, I I see it as such a huge crutch. It can be. I, I've you know, and and a lot of it's from personal experience. So I'm sure there's there's somebody. I'm sure there's a great success story of somebody who was able to sign up for welfare and it you know it saved their life and there's and there's always that story you know but i also think those people with the tools and resources we have now could have been helped in other other ways than through the government and through a, a taxation like i feel like uh, like a, a business a company like gofundme I, I find that very fascinating and i think that's kind of the future of mm-hmm. how we decided to give totally it. I it think, is interesting to watch that yes yeah. i think it's so cool that you know and i just experienced this recently with katrina's father passing and you know we had we got bombarded with all these bills and it was just overwhelming it was literally like seventy thousand dollars in debt that we had to deal with um and we put it up on gofundme and i think like 90 percent of that got funded by by people wow wow and to me that that's welfare that's it's a sign it's another, that's another charity you're right it is and it's, it's actually charity because back in the day uh you know who fed people who fed homeless people who, who took care of it was churches it was organizations it was uh-huh. charities and you'll find in in freer societies with less government, you'll find more and more charity, and 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 that's the reality. I mean, you know, you, you know, when you're talking about this kind of stuff, and I also feel like it. <clears throat> it also um, it takes somebody like you, you see something like that, right? And if you were a part of that whole situation, like you gave money or you went to the funeral, you saw what an amazing man that was, and you saw probably why so many people gave to him. And what does that do? It makes you, you see that and you're like, God, I want to be a good person. I want that many people to want to help me if I was ever in need or help my family if I was ever in need. So it makes me want to be a better human, you know? And I, I think a mm. system like that where you you do, you rely on others that want to help you out. And I know somebody's probably listening right now going like, oh, the, the world is so big and we can't, yeah. but we have things like the internet now that oh, it can... Yeah, connects it's a sense us of community that you can get like through these these types of, of venues like that it, it is interesting for me to watch and you can localize it too so you know like email lists and all you know people in your area and um yeah i do see a lot of you know promise with with that type of mentality going forward because um you know even with the government in itself i i would love to see that shrink down back to these community type feels right you know and, and localize it more instead of making it this federal thing well when it's localized you're you're it's much more accountable mm-hmm. uh i can see directly what my money's doing right um there's less bureaucracy yeah i mean when we're dealing with um you know people who are in need um there's a couple there's there's a few factors you have to consider factor one is there's going to be emergency situations where shit is just you couldn't plan for it like You've got a family, husband, wife. The wife stays at home. The husband is the you know the the, the, the the primary you know breadwinner. They're barely making ends meet. He gets in a car accident. He dies. She's probably going to need some kind of emergency help, right? So there's those situations. But then there's situations where, you but even know, a person like that, I feel like that's where like GoFundMe is such a great tool. Well, for there's someone there, like there's there's more and more of those tools that are popping up, but. We have to also consider that you know a lot of the the things that we offer now are um, uh, they dis they what's the word uh, they not only demotivate but they dis there's no incentive they actually incentivize you to not go and get work like for example if you yes. get unemployment if you get unemployment in California you're gonna make more than if you get a minimum wage job so if I'm a if I'm some dude and I have a job and I got laid off my tech job or whatever 
Um, and you know, I, I I know people like this. I know they're like, fuck so it, I'm gonna I. take a little break. That's why I have an issue with it. I know. I'm gonna take a break. I'm just not gonna work for six months and collect unemployment. Um, and I'll I'll tell them like, just go fucking get a job in the meantime. Like, why? I'll make less money. And so you can't blame them. They're making a business decision. They're making more money not working than they would going and getting a minimum wage job. So there's th- so many more people doing it that way than actually. That's why I have there's a, a lot of people doing it. I know I know people, people personally. I know more people like that than I know that yeah. need it. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a that, there's a lot of that. Um and then the other thing is that people that really want to you know work and do things for themselves, uh there's a lot of barriers. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking crazy to me. Yeah, you know, it is crazy. I read the story of a lady in New York who started uh she did hair braiding. Uh, so like a hair braiding business, so it's like a salon, but you go in there and she'll braid your hair and make it look really good. And she was doing very, very well until the local barber shops and hair salons got wind of it. And there's some stupid, crazy laws. I forgot what city it was that in order to do anything with hair, you have to have five sinks. You have to have all these different, all these different regulations and criteria, which were obviously created by these other businesses to keep competition out. Mm-hmm. And so they shut her down. She was making she was a single mom. She was making a living. She her business was growing. She could not afford to do all the renovations and stuff that the the, the regulations required. So she had to shut her business down. That's shitty. That's crazy to me. That's so stupid to me. It's insane. Yeah. You, you know a kid can't sell lemonade on the street anymore? I mean, <laughs> I, not that a cop would stop them, but if they wanted to they could. Stupid. If a kid imagine like if a kid went and started a lemonade shop and it blew up and all of a sudden he's got five lemonade store you know stands <laughs> and it's kicking ass, I guarantee you the city of San Jose would shut that kid down. They'd be like, yeah. no, 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 no. As soon as it he's caught like wind, serving right? it to you in gloves. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's what I mean by the barriers, you know, to enter the market. Minimum wage is one of those things. You, you, if you set the minimum wage at, I don't know, whatever arbitrary number, let's say it's ten fifteen dollars. I can't afford to pay four employees. Yeah. Well, let's just say it's let's just say whatever. It's ten bucks. What you're essentially doing is you're you're telling businesses that uh, you cannot hire anybody worth less than that. Uh, they, I know it, that sounds bad, but the reality is, if someone comes to a business with very low skills, no skills, uh, or maybe a felon, or they're a young kid, and oh, you're looking yeah. at them, you're like, I'm not going to pay you ten bucks an hour. You're not right. worth that much, even though I have a bunch of jobs that I definitely would like to hire you for, that are you know like cleaning up in the back. I, I wouldn't mind paying you five bucks, but I can't do that because the law says I can't. Now that now there's no. You've you've just made a new barrier into the market. So well, we, just- we've talked about this with Mind Pump. Uh, shit, we'd have we'd have multiple employees that would have been working for us, you know, a year ago if we could, if we could pay someone, you know, fifteen bucks an hour or whatever. Yeah, if you could pay them, because un- then that's going to be the new minimum wage here. Yeah, if, if we could it's pay crazy. them, if we could pay them nine or ten dollars an hour to do all this basic. I mean, the the work that we need help with is the busy work. You know, I can we we're going to handle the bulk of things like that but i just need another another body to do handle all the busy stuff that's really a mindless type work for all of us well, it, just, but we can't it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to it doesn't make sense to but pay that, someone 15 uh-uh. to 20 dollars an hour but not only that, that but it's crazy because there there may be someone out there who's going to say hey i'm willing to work for i want to work for 7 dollars an hour yeah. and i'm a business I just want the experience, and i say well you know, i have learn. a yeah i have a job that's worth 7 dollars yeah. an hour and then why can't i don't understand that like you have two people agreeing on something but they can't do it. Never made any sense to me. If two people agree, you know, on this on the conditions, right. why is there someone saying you can't do that? It just doesn't. And it's let just me tell you, insane to me. I would so rather have the employee 
who says, hey, I, I would be willing to do that for $7 an hour that wants to work and for... And you end up paying them more. Then the, the, then the employee who says like, oh, I wouldn't, I would never work for less than what minimum wage. Minimum wage is $15. Like I want at least that and that has yeah. that attitude. Yeah. Those two people, as far as work, workers for you, red flag, total different mindset. Yeah. Dude, you know how much free work uh, I've done, you know, in my, in my past to, to learn, you know what I was going to do? It's insane how much, you know, I should have got paid, Yeah, you know, and like I could go back and, and, and bitch about that all I want. But in reality is, is that the experience is invaluable and the, the failures and mistakes I've made and, and, you know, all that, I don't, I didn't get compensated for that and I don't care because, you know, that's, that's life and that's learning. Yeah. What you need to do is you just need to allow more opportunity to pop up. And the way you do that is literally by getting out of the way and letting, you know, businesses create opportunities and letting people, you know, voluntarily accept some of those opportunities or start and do those opportunities on their own. But they make it harder and harder. Look at Uber. Uber is in constant, constant battle with uh, with government because why? Because they've they've figured out a way to side skirt these ridiculous regu- regulations. Like, did you know to get a taxi in some places is like a hundred something thousand dollars just to get a what they call a medallion to be able to drive a taxi. Yeah. Why are there? Why is it such a ridiculous fee? Why do? You, why does anybody think that? Does anybody know? <laughs> it's because the other taxi companies yeah. lobby to make it that way so that there's no competition. Yeah, nobody comes in. You know what's funny? You drive in a taxi uh, before Uber came came you know came to be. Taxis were shitty. Nobody had a good experience. I've never heard anybody go, man, did you see that fucking taxi? Yeah. It was a great experience. It was really nice and you didn't smell. It was super clean in there. It was yeah. brand new. No, taxis were shit because they had no competition. Now Uber comes on the scene. You go in Uber, they give you water. It's freaking clean. It's nice. Now taxis are starting to step up their game because they, they have, have to. to. They have to compete. They have to. It's 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 crazy to see. Things. You know, back on what Justin was saying too, like, you know, I really see the the generation now coming up creating. So it, it's so uh, everybody ex- they expect it. They yeah. come out of college, they go to their four year, and they come out and they expect these things to hand, be handed to them. And it's like, man, what happened to that employee that was willing to, you know, whatever? Just I'll work whatever days, I'll work whatever hours. You don't even get to pay me at first because I, I want to learn. I want to learn yeah. the craft. I want to be good at. It. I want to. I want to show my value. Where it's a different mentality now. Now it's, it's like an, uh, you need to pay yeah. me what I'm worth. You it's know, an epidemic. It is. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's killing entitlement our- epidemic. Well, you know, it's it's funny too in the fast food industry uh, because now there's this whole wave of like raising minimum wages to these you know higher levels. Um, what they've done now is because they've arbitrarily you know because again keep in mind this is a, a central government so California is a massive state right so central government in California decides all businesses now uh, cannot pay less than fifteen dollars an hour so essentially they're saying. We know what every business can pay and what they should pay, which they don't. There's going to be, trust me, there's a lot of mom and pop businesses that can't afford that, but whatever. What they've done is they've artificially raised the price of labor, created a new pressure, a new market pressure, which wouldn't exist if it wasn't for that law. And that market pressure is now causing these fast food companies to, or businesses to automate because they have this artificial signal saying, shit, labor costs this much now. Oh yeah. So now I can automate with the machine, which to be honest, would have happened anyway. Just would have taken a lot longer. Um, but they've eliminated. They've actually got. They're going to be putting a lot of people out of work. 
Yeah. Because that's, of it. That's the irony. That is the irony in all of it. Yeah. When they think that that's with the people that are excited about it happening, right? You're excited yeah. about happening. What you don't realize is Which if you're you create the, an even larger disconnect between, you know, people that are in a lower income bracket, like what you're, you're cutting out more opportunity for them to, you know, survive and thrive. Well, it's I like, really, I feel like Sal's, what he just said is so true. Yeah. It's like the people that are celebrating it, the people that are excited about the minimum wage going to $15, you don't realize what it, it, it what it's doing to the entrepreneur. It, it's cannibal. It's going process. to can, it's going to cannibalize them. Yeah. They are the ones that are excited about getting fifteen bucks now because they were. Well, they're making, not going to get anything because yeah, soon exactly. they're they're the there's the they're the position that they're yeah. the company is trying to they're create innovating new ways to cut you out. Yes, it just doesn't it just doesn't work. No. You just can't go in. You cannot legislate wealth. I wish you could. Yeah. I wish I could make a law saying you got into a nice little <laughs> debate about this on uh, Instagram recently. I I did, and it was uh, I forgot what the gentleman's name was because he was quite intelligent. We had a good discussion. What post was that? That was, it, was, I don't it was a very it was good. a minimum wage post or something. Like, I don't remember. But you made a jab about that on Instagram. I might have, um, but you know, I we had a nice discussion about it. a real smart guy. Um, but you just you can't legislate you know wealth. I mean, you can definitely make laws that will make it harder and laws that might make it easier by eliminating the other laws. But one of the best things you could do uh, is is get at just kind of get out of the way and and create a foster an environment where people you know compete for you know customers where customers you know in that kind of market what that creates by the way is it creates a market where employers compete for employees. Yeah. If you look at look at if you look at the one of the most unregulated industries by the way in the in the world is internet the internet. And why? Because the internet grew faster than than governments could regulate, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the highest paying jobs in the world happen to be dealing with the internet. And in fact, they compete for employees so much that if you go to work at Google, and I'm not bullshitting you, there's free breakfast, lunch and dinner, and I'm talking gourmet food. Oh yeah. Uh they've got Scooters and cars that drive you around campus. They'll give you free massages. They'll launder your clothes. They'll, they'll, all kinds of crazy freebies. Why is Google doing that? Because they have to compete for their employees. Because the market for in yeah, it's tech, so demanding. It's so, because the, the the market for tech is so unregulated. It grew so fast and advanced so quickly that they had to compete. Now imagine if we rewinded when the internet came out. When you know, the government stepped in and said, "No, here's the rules. Here's the laws. You have to pay this. You have to do that." The internet would be where it was twenty. You know. 15 years ago yeah. still like, and, and and people wouldn't be making if you if you if you're not from <laughs> the silicon valley or the bay area a lot of people don't know this um this is kind of and for us we just we kind of graze over it or it's not even a big deal to us anymore cuz you're around it so much but i i think it's really fascinating and i think it's got to be really fascinating if you're not from around here to watch what's going on with google and apple and these these big internet companies and what they're, they're creating their own little community. They are they yeah. are built. What we're talking about right That's now because they're, they're competing movie, for employees. Yeah, yeah, theaters and like little marketplaces, like little apartment things, like things for people to stay close. You know, they be more productive. They are they are building these little mini worlds. It reminds me when you see the construction that's happening. It looks like someone is building a Disney World. Mm-hmm. It literally looks like that. I mean, the, all the it, and it's cool. It's yeah. very cool, and it makes you want to be a part of it. And it's really intelligent business. What they're what they are doing, and they are they're trying to centralize everything to where if you work for them, you and your family will have a place to live, a place to go to a grocery store, a movie theater, a bowling alley, yeah, we, place to get we your don't have everything you need. Why are you gonna go somewhere? There'd be no reason for <laughs> you vacation, to vacation, right? It's and uh, I think it's 
really brilliant and it kind of gives you that taste of kind of how free market would be because these other places and then you see what apple's leading the way then google sees it and google's kind of like they're doing the same thing thing. facebook comes over hey no no, no, i got this and facebook's doing the same thing netflix they're all of them they're all based out of here right so we get to watch this and they're all top secret about it so i know guys that do work construction Mm -hmm. if they bring their cell phones out they get fired right away like you can't take pictures you can't talk about their it's so competitive the blueprints are all the names are off like it's all covert stuff that's going on because they don't want the competitor to know what the next cool thing that they're offering their employees right. and so, so they it, can have an edge on them it's almost a lot like like scouting you know like you're trying to get like uh you're trying to win over this like super awesome player that like every college is going after it's exactly what it's and that, yeah. that's why i say it, it kind of has created this kind of free market well, feel think to about it it's this very way. cool think about yeah. the think about the employees at google that uh the, the people that clean the bathrooms and stuff how do you think their job is compared to the guy that cleans the bathroom at the you know mcdonald's or whatever I mean, it, it raises all of them. Yeah. Everybody gets this kind of better, uh, you know, experience. environment, experience, opportunity. True. You know, um, it's just one of those things. And I know, you know, I know, I'm sure there's gonna be people who are gonna, you know, uh, disagree with a lot of, you know, my opinions or you know, some of the stuff that we're saying. But you got to be objective, man. You got to look and see at the at the at the end of the day, there's nothing is perfect. Yeah. But you got to look and see what's worked uh, really, really well. That's it. And um, I've I have yet to see anything that has worked as nearly as well and that has lifted more of the common man out of poverty and fed more people and housed more people and clothed more people than uh, you know free markets. Nothing, nothing comes close. The 20th century saw the largest you know migration of the poor to the world's middle class than we saw in all of human history uh, before that. And so uh, you've got uh, for, for me from an objective standpoint, I support it. I have to. Uh, if you like Mind Pump, leave us a five-star rating review, even if you don't like what I was saying right now. And go to mindpumpmedia.com. Check out all of our awesome programs, and we have some pretty cool testimonials on there as well. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.